Soul Recovery is not just this podcast. It is a community. And each month on the first Monday, we get together on Zoom to support each other. I give a topic, then we break into small groups. It's a powerful way to be seen and witnessed and heard and supported through your own soul recovery journey. This is free to attend and open to everyone. Go to the website to register. The next one is May 6th from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Also, in June on the 8th and 9th is an in-person soul recovery retreat in Lafayette, Colorado. This is going to be a weekend of incredible transformation, learning how to use soul recovery in your life and to leave that weekend transformed. Visit the website for more about what to expect and how to register. Enjoy the episode. My name is Reverend Rachel Harrison, and this is the Recover Your Soul podcast, a spiritual path to a happy and healthy life. I started Recover Your Soul after having profound changes in my life from my recovery of alcoholism, control addiction, and codependency. I was guided to share the tools and principles of spirituality and soul recovery to help others transform their lives as mine was transformed. For us to overcome external circumstances, we must first turn the attention to ourselves, focusing on inner change. Outer positive results in our lives will follow. As a spiritual coach, I can support you on your path to make real changes that will bring you a life of peace, happiness, connection, and abundance. Visit the website recoveryoursoul.net to book coaching sessions, read the blog, listen to some of my original music, and subscribe to receive email updates. I think of Recover Your Soul as a community. Follow us on social media and join the private Facebook group to support each other and connect. For an extra episode each week and to support this podcast, become a Patreon member or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Together, we can do the work that will recover your soul. Hi, Soul Recovery Community. It's Rev. Rachel. And if you are listening to this podcast on the date that it aired, it is October of 2022. And I am actually currently in Mexico doing a work vacation, still doing soul recovery work, but also taking a little time off with my husband and my mom. And this is part of the spiritual journey that I've been on of creating a life that I love, doing something that I love, being of service, being of healthy mind, body and spirit. So I am choosing to play for you some of my favorite episodes from the bonus content for subscribers and Patreon members. So if you love this content and you want more Rachel, become a Patreon member or Apple podcast subscriber. The links are in the show notes always or on the website. I hope you enjoy what I picked out for you. I recently reached out to the Patreon members and asked them a question. What do you want to hear about? What are you interested in learning more about in your soul recovery? And I love the responses that I got back. I got back some really great questions. So this came from Christy and she says, Hi, Rev. Rachel. Hope you're doing well. I'd be interested in an episode on developing a relationship with one's higher power, identifying and defining your higher power, accessing your higher power, and ways to listen to and be guided by your relationship with your higher power. That is a great question. And I know that we talk about higher power because this is a spiritual podcast. Soul recovery is a spiritual path to a happy and healthy life. And so really being able to connect with higher power, this is an important part of that. 
And for many people, higher power, spirituality, finding your connection with source, again, whatever you want to call it, I'm going to call it spirit, source, higher power for this episode. You name it, whatever you want to name it. But she's not the only person who is struggling to access what that is. Now, you know me because I was raised Buddhist, so I have a pretty alternative vision of spirituality. I was raised in a heavily spiritual way versus a religious way. And you also know my story about my grandmother who, meaning well, with her greatest intention of doing the best that she could for me, wanted to help me to be saved. Because for her, that was what she believed was a religion of fear and a fear of going to hell. And I get that we're all over the spectrum of where we were raised and what our upbringing was and what we're coming from. And now we're here we are adults. Now we're in a place where we get to choose. And for a lot of us, being able to choose is not easy either. Because we were so indoctrinated into a particular belief system that moving away from anything except that belief system can feel really frightening and uncomfortable. So with all that said, I do believe that we have choice. And I do believe that as we mature and part of soul recovery is to allow us to let go of that that no longer serves us to be able to let go of old belief systems, to be able to believe and have a willingness in the rooms of Al-Anon and AA. The word willingness is very powerful, just to be willing to be open to something different, to be willing to make change in your life, to be willing to trust. So this is a conversation about willingness. And this is a conversation about you getting to be in touch with your inside, your internal self, and begin to access that part of yourself that isn't the voice of anyone else, that isn't the voice of judgment, that isn't the voice of pain, that isn't the voice of a parent or a teacher or some authority figure that you had in your life, a religious person in your life who was trying to tell you who you should be, what you should think, what you should believe, what was okay and not okay. I'm offering you in soul recovery the opportunity to open yourself up to connecting with this higher power in whatever way feels right to you. No judgment at all of what that is. So let's start from the beginning. Let's start from a place where maybe you don't have any access to feeling like there is something that has your back, something that is supporting you. Let's say that you, like me, had a life where it felt really overwhelming. The heaviness of feeling like I personally was responsible for everything that I couldn't count on anything other than me and my own control of everything that was happening. And it didn't feel like there was lightness. It didn't feel like there was potential. It didn't feel like there was a desire that could be of anything other than heaviness. I'd never felt in those dark moments like there was even the potential for ease. It can be hard to see that there's a higher power when you're in those heavy places. 
when you're in the intensity of control, when you're in the intensity of life that is just overwhelming, unmanageable. That's step one. Admitted that we were powerless and that our life was unmanageable. So it's okay to be there. It's okay to realize that you don't always have access to being super happy. Yesterday, I actually had this kind of strange day. I just woke up and I just was heavy. And I think I was feeling the weight of the world. And I was feeling just the rawness of the sadness of the world. And it brought up in me some of my own self-doubt. And in those moments, it's easy to get distanced from that space that is the place where higher power goes. That's even coming from me who feels that connection almost all of the time. So give yourself some grace. That's the first step. Just give yourself some grace. Now, if you don't have an access to higher power, it really just means nothing to you. You don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to you. And we're leaving behind religion. We're leaving behind the things that people have told you to think and say and do and believe. We're leaving all that behind. And we're coming into that still, quiet place inside of ourselves that we're looking for. We're getting access to. We're opening up to. So what I invite you to do is to find a place or remember a place where you feel completely at ease that just gives you that sense of awe and wonder. Maybe it's by the ocean. Maybe it's on a walk. Maybe it's walking through a park. Maybe it's by a river. Maybe it's looking out over the desert. Everybody has some place where they feel a sense of serenity. They feel a sense of beauty. They feel a sense of lightness. They feel just a sense of awe and wonder. Now, in that space, when you can imagine yourself in that place, close your eyes to allow it to be quiet, to be comfortable, to be in that moment to remember what it felt like to look out over that beautiful vista of the mountains and to hear the birds calling and to hear the little chipmunks making sounds maybe and the way that the air smelled and felt crisp and the sun shone on your face and the beautiful clouds that were so white and puffy that were just silently going by in that beautiful blue sky or the ocean waves that were rolling and the sound of the seagulls or looking out over the desert or looking out over a patch of just beautiful whatever it is. In that moment when you are still and in that moment where it's quiet and you connect with your breath and you connect with that inner part of yourself that can let go of everything that's around you, all of the world's problems and your life's problems, and just be in that moment, that beautiful moment, absorbing, soaking in, just enjoying, fulfilled in that moment, that's accessing your higher power. 
That's noticing the presence, the right nowness. There is no moment other than right this moment. And we are so caught up in the past and we're so caught up in the future and we have so much that we are trying to do that we forget this peaceful moment right here, right now. And it's much easier to access when you're in some amazing place of beauty in nature. To me, nature is the one place where you can so clearly and easily access that awe and wonder of the universe. Under a night sky, looking at the entire worlds of stars that are out there, the universe with all of those planets and suns, And you feel your smallness, but not in a smallness that is far away, but in a smallness that is just a seeing how you're part of all of it. That we don't know what's up there, but that we can see that this incredible world and planets and universe were created, that we are, that I am. Now, for some people, there is real connection with the rituals and the mm, the solidity of traditional religion. And if that appeals to you and that makes you feel whole, then you want to allow yourself to really settle into that knowing that you are loved and supported, that you can take away the outside parts that come from power and ego that become part of everything. There's parts of every aspect of our lives where our human nature, our desire to control takes over and permeates whatever it is. And in soul recovery, we're learning how to have more openness, more connection, more depth more awareness of that other part, which is just pure divine love. To me, one of the great things that I heard in the rooms early on in recovery was someone said, I just replace God with the word love. So every time someone would use the word God because God was traumatic for them, they just said love. We don't have to define or not define what God is or what love is or what higher power is. If we could let go of the image of the man on the cloud who's determining whether we are good or bad and open up to the idea that maybe there is just only love available and that when we open up to that place of believing that there is the potential for change, that we can connect to that source and see that we are being held and guided and that every time we try to grasp on and do ourselves and control other people, we get further away from that feeling of connection and lightness and happiness and joy. And when we let go and deal with the discomfort that comes from the letting go, the fear of what might happen, the fear of what may happen to those people, because we don't have control over what it's going to be and we have better ideas, different ideas. And we come back to ourselves. We come back to that place on that beach or looking out over the mountains 
or looking out over the desert or out over a river or whatever that place is for you that is your special sacred place. And we know that the only place that we can connect is here in this quietness, in this stillness. That this is really the only control we have is to be in our own essence of who we are. Now I know for me, I need to have a spiritual practice. I need to have a daily spiritual practice. And I love that in AA and in Al-Anon, it talks about this as well, that you go through the steps and the end steps are about having conscious contact with God, about maintaining this spiritual awakening that we have and making sure that we don't get all caught up in the drama again, but to continuously, regularly put ourselves first put our connection with whatever this higher power is to us. Now, I know for me, my definition of higher power is not a traditional religious God. It isn't one who condemns or judges. That's luckily how I was raised and how my mind is held. I personally have a belief that when I start to be in hell on earth, and I start to feel the overwhelm, and I start to feel the suffering and the pain and the fear, I bring that to myself. I make a conscientious choice of what thoughts and feelings and beliefs that I am allowing myself to think, that our thoughts are so powerful. My personal belief is that when I am in the stillness, when I'm in the quiet place, the feeling is so beautiful and so true to allowing for wholeness, that that wholeness is the connection with this energy that is what created these multitudes of sentient beings, all the birds and all the animals and the fish and the algae and the mushrooms and the trees and the sky and the air. It all is a symbiotic relationship. And when I look at how marvelous that is, how incredible that is, that that has an energy to it, it has a profound energy to it, and that that darkness that is the heaviness of control is real, but I am going to choose the light. I, in soul recovery, have learned how to choose a consciousness and in a desire to think and feel and believe ideas and things that keep me more on the side of the light, the more of the side of heaven on earth. And if I don't do my prayer and meditation, if I don't give myself time to access that part of myself, I get a little nutty. I still get a little crazy and off and it can happen super fast sometimes and you don't even see it. We all have this ability to find, even if it's tiny, even if it's looking at the majesty of some small creature or a beautiful flower, maybe that's your higher power to start. Maybe just being in awe of something. Not the grandiosity of human beings or the control or the intensity of society but the beauty of the simplicity of how a flower grows, 
of how the birds work, how the animals are doing their thing. I love watching nature shows. Sometimes when I'm in a dark place and I'm feeling heavy, the first thing I'll do is go to one of those planet shows on Netflix. There's all these beautiful shows and documentaries about the world. And you see how these animals, they know, they know what they're supposed to do. They're not taught the same way as humans. They have a knowing of how to be a bird, how to be an animal, how to do these things. Plants know how to grow best in their places. And it reminds me that I can just come to a place in myself that is that internal knowing guidance and listen more to that than I do the outside pull of the world that I'm trying to compare, that I'm trying to compete, that I'm trying to please, that I'm trying to get approval of everybody else, all these other people, when the truth is coming back to that higher power, finding that stillness in yourself, being silent, being present, just really feeling the feelings of that exact moment, whether it's neutral, whether it's beautiful, and even if it's pain, just to allow that to be. You know, when I'm doing sessions with people, we start each session with a centering prayer. And so much of that has to do with just slowing down a little bit. Allowing ourselves to come to connection with our breath. And when I think about our bodies and I think about how much is going on inside of our bodies at any given minute to sustain us, to give us life that we don't have to think about. I don't have to tell my heart to beat. That's higher power. I don't have to tell my lungs to breathe. To me, that's higher power. I don't have to tell my body to digest that's higher power. And I can decide whether I'm going to fill myself up with the best things that I can, the highest quality thoughts, the highest quality food, the highest quality of anything. Am I going to give myself the best because I deserve the best? Or am I going to treat myself poorly because the truth is I don't trust that I deserve it? When we allow ourselves to see how beautiful all of patterns are in life, how connected things are, how amazing it is that our body works in a certain way, that we can see it for the incredible vessel that it is and allow it to work for us instead of against us, to see ourselves as whole, to see ourselves as whole and healed and beautiful and full of potential. I believe, personally, I believe that our higher powers want nothing more than our happiness, nothing more than our greatest good. And when we connect with that energy, with that belief, that willingness to believe that we can hand our will, our life over to the care of love as we understand it, that we will be guided in healthy ways, that we can let go of the fear, that we can let go of the need to control, that we can allow people to have their own experience. 
even if their experience is hard, because we're going to take responsibility for ourselves. We're going to take responsibility for our own lives. We're going to turn the attention to ourselves and our own soul recovery healing. We're going to let go of the need to control anything else and to feel like we need to be the higher power to other people, to our lives. What if you can release that just a little bit, just have a willingness to trust? If we look back on our lives, most of us can look back and see where we were guided and even see times where we rejected the guidance and it didn't go so well where we were guided and then where we see that things moved in directions we couldn't imagine that we got jobs or relationships or got to go on trips or money came to us or that there was healing physically mentally emotionally whatever those things are that something happened in our lives that we couldn't have seen or done for ourselves And when we just recognize the tiny, teeny, itsy bitsy steps that led us in those directions, to me, that's higher power. That's that universal energy of love that wants nothing for us but our greatest good and our greatest happiness. It's fear that holds us back. It's fear that keeps us from believing and having a willingness to trust 100% completely without any judgment, without any holding back, that we are actually supported, that we are actually guided, that we are loved so unconditionally. So take some time to figure out how for you, you can create a spiritual practice for yourself. I've talked before about the Insight Timer app. There's a Calm app. There's all kinds of meditation apps, even Spotify, Apple Music. They all have meditations and meditation music. What, whatever that is for you that can give you just 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes a day to take time for yourself to be still and to be quiet. I know for me, the guided meditations were really essential in the beginning because my brain was so, so crazy, so busy that the guided meditations helped to give me something to focus on, to help me to calm myself down. I have two meditations on the podcast. There's a morning and an evening meditation. You can go back and find those. But allow yourself, what is it for you that fills you up? Maybe it's particular music. Maybe it's silence. I absolutely love all the crazy meditation music that's out there. And it puts me in a space and it's trained me. I've trained myself over these last four years. It has taken me daily training to move out of crazy mind and into a place where there's more space to allow the guidance to come, to feel that connection, to have had a hard day yesterday and be okay today. That every day doesn't mean that you're going to have these incredible days. What it means is that you don't fall into this huge pit that becomes a spiral that takes you down and takes you into behaviors that aren't great for you controlling or drinking or doing or judging or hating or blaming that we recognize quickly how we're just in pain that that pain is an indicator that something's off 
and to be curious about what that is. And then to trust and have gratitude for the life that you have and the guidance that's being offered to you to choose what's best for you, not the people around you, but to choose what's best for you. And the more we let go of the people around us and the need to make sure they're okay, the more we can trust that we're going to be okay and that we can have the capacity to handle whatever is happening around us, even if people are suffering, even if the person that you love is still using, even if your relationship and your partner isn't connecting, that you can turn the attention to yourself. You can use the tools of detachment. You can use the knowing that that connection inside of yourself, the love, deep love for yourself, the wholeness that you feel in being connected to this universe that created all this beauty, that you are part of that beauty. And just know that that actually is enough. That that is the key to being able to make choices for yourself that are for your ultimate good and connection. That you'll be able to hear what is true instead of what all of our projection and our pain and our past are trying to glom onto us, the stickiness, those heavy rocks that I talk about carrying. And you can start to see what's happening in front of you for the facts and make decisions that are based on a more healthy, happy mind instead of an emotionally reactive mind. Again, if you have any trouble with any of this, please book a coaching session with me. Let's work on it together. I still continue just to be blown away at how the people that have joined Soul Recovery with me on one-on-ones have such incredible movement in such short periods of time because you're ready, you're curious, you're interested, you're listening, you're willing. I'm just here to coach you along the way. You are whole. You are amazing. You are loved and connected with your higher power. And you are working to just even begin to have willingness to see what is right there. And all you need to do is open your eyes. Until next time, namaste. Are you wondering, how do I go deeper on my path to soul recovery? Or how do I support this great podcast? Well, here's how. Here's your call to action. If you're ready for real inner change, and would like to work directly with me, visit the website and book a coaching session. I'm here to support you on your unique path. I'm here to help you let go of the past, to deepen your connection with your higher power, whatever that is for you, and to discover and then step forward into a happy and healthy life. You can also become part of our soul recovery community. One way is to join the support group. It's the first Monday of every month. It's by Zoom from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Time. And you can register on the website to get your Zoom link. Recover your souls on social media. Of course, there's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, lots of ways to connect. And there's even a private Facebook group that will allow for more communication and conversation about soul recovery. There is also an extra bonus episode every Friday 
if you are an Apple Podcast subscriber or Patreon member. I'd also love all of the listeners to subscribe on the website so that I can keep you informed on what's going on with the podcast, the community, with me, and anything that's up and coming and new and great about soul recovery. Also, if you just take a little bit of time to give me five stars, a quick review, and to share the podcast with your friends and family, we're helping even more people to have soul recovery in their lives. If this podcast is providing you spiritual nourishment and inspiration, thank you, thank you for going to the website and pushing the donate button, whatever donation feels right to you. This means so much to me because I have this enormous mission of sharing soul recovery with the world and your donations, your bookings, your subscriptions, your being part of this community is helping that to happen. Together, we can do the work that will recover your soul. The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.